You guys know that mom guilt is real, but how often do we hear about dad guilt? How often do we hear from a rooted man who is just family oriented and really focused on growing and flourishing everything from his faith and his family first into his passions? This multi-passionate entrepreneur and fellow podcaster, which you must go check out the Perspective Podcast with Brian Hess, today's guest, he is going to bless you. He has a morning show every single day at 7.30 a.m., so you've got to tune into it. And it's not just something that's going to feed your soul. It's going to feed the soul of those in your life that maybe your husband, (laughs) maybe your best friend, maybe your dad, whomever. Um, He's not just an advocate or a proponent of the male influence because I am definitely touched by this time together. And I know that he is a proponent for people and it's all done through his passions. And you're going to be able to grasp hold of each of those things and how they can help change your life today. So thanks for tuning in and be sure to go check out Brian Hess, the Perspective Podcast, and tune into this one first though. So good. Thanks, Brian, for being here. This is your God wink, the moment that heaven says, for such a time as this, it's time to own your joy, prioritize your health, discover your wealth, and exude your wholeness. It's time to become truly fit. However, this isn't a fitness podcast, though I'm a retired personal trainer and nutritionist. This isn't business jargon or tips and tricks to landing your successful passion project though that's totally why I'm a business coach. This isn't a quick fix health detox ploy, though I'm all for therapy and I love whole foods. I do have a YOLO side sweet tooth though. This isn't confusing religious banter, though I'm an ordained minister still figuring out the many things and facets and faces of Jesus. It's really none of that. So I'm wondering if you're wondering, what is this? Well, This is an opportunity to join me alongside other big dreamers, innovative movers, and lifestyle shakers as we explore and share our messy comeback stories and discoveries with each of you fellow passionate seekers. The Fit and Faith movement was birthed through my own trial and error discovery of mind, body, and soul alignment, and to be totally transparent, my own entrepreneurial crash and burn experiences. I've learned firsthand that being fit isn't about our physique at all. It's not about our qualifying abilities or titles. It's not about our potential. It's truly about our God-gifted passions meeting our purpose. You are one step away from achieving your idea, your dream, your calling, your purpose, whatever you want to call it. And I want to be there for the moment that you say yes in freedom, clarity, and confidence that you are living fully fit in who and whose you were made to be. Welcome to the Fit and Faith Podcast with me, Tamara Andress. There is no better time than now to get fit. Hello, hello, hello. I'm so excited to be here with you today. Not only Brian, but the people who've been texting me prior to the show going live, wondering where we are. We were behind the scenes in the green room having such a good conversation. And I was like, we've got to go live. So here we are live and in action with the one and only Brian Hess from the Perspective Podcast, as you saw in the trailer. But so much more than that. You guys, his rap sheet is incredible. A role model to four amazing children. He's also a husband, a lover of life, 
man of God and a CEO to multiple companies. Uh, he's got a like so much going on. Brian, give us like your backstory. And I know that you're not a person to like need the limelight on anything, but that's what you're here for. So I want you to share who you are and how you have become who you are today. Um, well, I am uh, the son of two amazing parents. Uh, if you want to start at the beginning, yeah, right? let's do it. It, let's all, start it, all, it all starts with uh, you know how you're raised, and so my dad was a steel worker. My mom stayed at home, and so just just a great upbringing. And as you mentioned, you know, I went many years working for companies and corporations, and um, working for other people, and then you know found the journey to entrepreneurship. Um, the most important job that I have is being a father, clearly, and, and um, you know, a great husband. I try to do both of those first and foremost in my life. Uh, faith is the most important thing in my life, as we were talking about before we came on screen. Many, many reasons for that. Uh, but just the the connection that I have with God is gets better every single day. And I try to work on that every single day. And so that has propelled me into so many different opportunities and um, you know, I'm involved in a lot of stuff, everything kind of rooted in the construction industry. So um, founder and CEO of the Pavement Group, which is a national asphalt and concrete company. We serve some of the largest brands in the world. Uh, we do their asphalt and concrete maintenance across the country, sometimes even international. And uh, Top Contractor School is a, an education platform and program that we train and coach contractors on how to scale their businesses. So the things that we use at the pavement group uh, and the things that I've learned in my life, sales, marketing, leadership, everything, uh, we pass that information along so that people can grow their businesses. Uh, on the board of a digital marketing company that, that serves the contractor space called Lead Revenue. And so a uh, little bit of expertise there in, in digital. So between social media and online marketing and all that stuff. So I try to get involved in everything that I can that makes sense, that serves uh, the companies and the groups that I'm associated with and the people that I'm associated with. So awesome. I thought it was so wild when we were talking offline before that you were saying that you're kind of just immersed yourself into the social media realm just not even that long ago. And so it's so wild to think how much that has actually played a key component to your business. So talk to me because you were in that that area of, of growth and doing well in your company before you even stepped place. So what was that like next step? Why did you decide to utilize social media when you were already doing so much in your industry? Yeah. So when, when we started the pavement group, it was like one of those things that I just had this gut feeling that social media was so big already, right? Three years ago, yeah, um, just over three years ago. And so I, I knew that that would play a major factor. And being a national company, it's really hard to reach you know, mm -hmm. that far without having some sort True. of engine and tool to do that. And so um, just like most people that are probably going to watch or listen to this, I was super uncomfortable. I'm not um, you know, I'm not as comfortable with this stuff as it might seem like, you know, back three years ago, I would have been preparing for this interview for like hours, right? <laughs> Thinking of right. that you might ask me, but it was, it was just something that I knew I needed to do. And then as I got into it, as I started connecting with more people that, you know, were podcasters or did social media on a bigger level, they all continued to push me in that direction, right? They wanted to um, wanted me to do more. And I was like, no, man, I, I you know, I don't want to put my kids out there or my wife out there. I like my private life, but I started to see, you know, similarities between companies and individuals that were really excelling and how they were doing it. 
And, and so, you know, the first roadblock I had was like, will this work in construction? Like, sure, it works in this space. As an influencer. And, sure, sure. Yeah, a coach. I thought the same thing. You know, yeah. like, how, how would it work for who's going to follow a construction company or a construction guy on social media? And so, you know, once I got over those kind of preconceived notions and I started to just really go all in and say, like, you know, I'm, I'm just going to put myself out there and I'm going to do it for the right reasons to educate people, to serve people, to help people. And then we'll see what happens. And if 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 it doesn't work for my business, well, at least I'm helping people. Right. And so that's kind of where I started. And probably three or four months into me really being uh, focused on social media, we landed a massive contract with a large national retailer that literally DM'd me on Instagram. No. Yeah. And he was like, man, I've been watching your videos and, you know, I'd love for you guys uh, to, to bid some work that we've got in these states. And, you know, would you be interested? And I'm like, of course. Right. Like, why wouldn't yeah, I? Right? This is why and, I'm here. Yeah. It was like the light bulb went off and I was like, dude, this is going to work. Right. Wow. So now I need to be more intentional. So up to that point, I was trying to figure it out. I'd read a lot, a lot of books. So I read uh, Crush It and Crushing It by Gary Vee and um, just trying to get my hands on as much information and talking to as many people as I could that kind of had expertise in that area. And then that worked. And so that motivated me to like double down and be more intentional and share more. And then, you know, over the years, you just start to figure out what's working for other people and you, you know, duplicate that into your own business and your own life. And um, it, it ends up phenomenal, you know, where now uh, we're a nationwide brand and known by thousands and thousands of people. Uh, and, you know, people look forward to connecting with us. And, you know, we have a message in our company at the payment group. It's uh, follow our journey, join our mission. And I always mm-hmm. say, like, you know, you can follow our journey. You can join our mission by liking our posts, by just observing, by sharing it with someone, telling somebody about it. Doesn't mean you have to work for us. Doesn't mean you have to be a customer. But we just want you to be part of what we're doing. And and I think that, you know, in today's world, like community is such a major um, key to any business succeeding. And the definition of community is changing in the world, right? Like it's not just the community you live in, but it's the communities you have the ability to build online with other like-minded people, other people that um, have the same interests as you, that are on the same mission, that are you know, trying to serve the world, trying to help people, trying to make an impact. And so it's so easy for us now to connect with those like-minded people if we're just intentional about it and we put ourselves out there. So cool. We were talking about our faith earlier and like how so many things are connected. And this morning, without having any idea where this conversation was going to go, I actually hosted a clubhouse room, which is how we met. And it was all about community building with a mission and understanding that people can come into community with you, a part of that mission without necessarily ever being somebody who needs pavement or it, it would ever be able to afford you from that perspective. So it's so cool that like 
God uses everything, right? And like every part of our day, if our eyes are open to it, are aligned to his ultimate mission, which is us being in community right now. So we are talking all offline about Clubhouse. If you haven't joined, get with the program, people. This is an awesome place to just connect with people. And I love that everyone is saying they don't have to be like-minded, but you have to be like-hearted and join and collaborate with people who are in that space. And I know that, Brian, you're you're that person. It was so fun. I usually have these like submissions of all of the information prior to me showing up on these shows. And because you're that cool kid and didn't do the form, I'm not calling you out. Love you. <laughs> I didn't have a chance to like immediately have my Sunday night ritual of who would I get to podcast with this week? And so I went on this like scavenger hunt of who you are. And it was incredible to see all of the different like alignment factors of what you do. And I bet every single day there are so many different hats, quote unquote, figuratively, and I'm wearing one, surprise, surprise, um, that you get to wear every single day. And so I want to hear specifically, because you mentioned it in the forefront, about your family being so much about who you are and how you activate, how you operate every day. And it's also in line with many of the podcast titles that I was looking over on the Perspective podcast. I'm sure people ask this of you all the time, being global with your company and all of the different hats. Like, how do you manage it? How do you maintain it? Yeah, I, th I think it's, it's the most challenging thing that we do, right? I mean, yeah. uh, I say this all the time, but, you know, be, being a father, being a parent, uh, I think every parent can relate to this. It's probably the most insecure role that I have, right? Just because I think Agreed. you're always, you know, no, no matter how well you're doing, you always want to be doing better. No matter how much time you're spending, you always wish you could spend more. And so it's, it's, I think we're always seeking that balance. And I don't think you ever fully find it, right? Like you're always off to one side or the other, and then you rebalance. And I think that it's, it's really self-awareness, right? It's like knowing, knowing when your children and your spouse really need you um, and, and understanding that, you know, one of the things that I've heard from other people that I follow and look up to and, and has proven true in my own life is like, your kids need you in like short bursts, right? Like they don't, they don't want to spend like six hours with you. Like they want to <laughs> spend, you know, these, these precious little amounts of time. And so that's what I've found like, is that, you know, if you're present and you're there when they want you and when they need you and you block that time, that it gives them enough time to know that you're there, to know why you're doing it. And also, you know, when I'm having conversations with my kids, I'm always reminding them of what, we're building because it's not me. It's mm -hmm. not me and my wife. It's all of us, right? They, they yeah. play a role in that sacrifice too. And I remind them of what we're all on a mission to do. And, and it's not just about building a company, but it's about the bigger mission of like, what kind of impact can we make if, if we do this correctly? Um, one of the pastors that came to our church uh, visiting was John Bevere. I don't know if you've ever mm -hmm. read. Yeah, he's Look, amazing. Uh, Lisa and John. I think you actually, that's how he got connected. Because I was like, tell me about that more. And you're like, here's the book. I'm like, get that's it. it. Yeah, yeah. It was, it's called Multiply Your God-Given Potential. That's and exactly one of the things that one of the stories that really impacted me in that book, it's in like the first probably 10 pages, is he talks about uh, going to a golf course and playing around the golf with his buddy and his buddy's an entrepreneur. And John's obviously a world renowned pastor and speaker. And his buddy was telling him that he had built this big business and, you know, he'd spent 10 years of his life, you know, kind of building this business to financial security for his family. And, you know, he was just having a hard time finding motivation to do it, anything to do anything different, right? Like 
he felt secure. So why, why should he try to do more? And so John flipped it on him being a pastor, a person that delivers these, you know, incredibly impactful messages about God all around the world. And he was like, well, you know, I've built this huge ministry and, you know, uh, wrote books that have been translated to 80 something languages and, you know, talked to millions of people. And so, and I'm financially secure through the ministry as well. So why, you know, I feel the same way. Why should I do it? And he was like, well, I wouldn't want to be there on the day that you meet Jesus. And he was like, well, that's pretty, that's pretty ironic because you just told me the same exact story. And so that impacted me because I, I, you know, I think we all feel that level of comfort, right? When you get to a point and you, you start to feel that level of comfort, but wrapping it back into family, it's like, we're all here on some mission to use our gifts. And so uh, we're here to pass that forward, to make an impact. And so what I'm trying to do with our family is balance that, be present, but cascade that message down to them that, you know, I'm trying to use my gifts to help our family make an impact, right? That we're all in it together. We're all sacrificing for the greater good of other people. And the more that we're able to withstand that, those small sacrifices, the larger impact that we can make outside of ourselves. So good. So there's two things. Again, God is so funny. So if I could share my screen right now, which I technically can back here, but we don't want to mess with any tech that's happening. I was just doing my membership coaching um, presentation for tomorrow night. And one of the slides literally has golf balls on it because we were talking about in Clubhouse as well how every golf ball, every divot that you see on that ball has a purpose. And if one of those is missing, it actually changes the trajectory of that ball. And I love golf. My dad taught me when I was young and I'm not that great, but I can hit like a hundred, which is pretty good for a girl. So give me, give me some slack. Don't invite me out though. I'd rather be a cart girl. So anyway, (laughs) it's just a recognition that like as a family unit specifically, but really even going back to what we were talking about before as a community, every single person plays a role. Even that person who is silently following, liking, commenting on your post or the family unit, if it's a child and they're like, well, how do I play a role? Is it without your support, without your belief, without me trying to be the best version of myself every day and exampling to you what it's like to be an entrepreneur, the joys that come with it, the hardships that come with it, but ultimately the service that comes out of it is if you can partner with those divots, if you can partner with those people that are alongside you on that circle, you have such more, you have so much more of a trajectory path of positivity, knowing that they are in line and in tune with where you're going. And so if you're setting goals, this is an example that I think Danelle Delgado explained is she actually sets goals with her kiddos and they know within 90 days, this is where we're going. And so if we as a family unit can get alongside and say, oh, if mama hits this goal in 90 days, we're all going to Great Wolf Lodge, right? My kids, my six and seven year old are like, yes, go to work. It's okay if you're on your phone today, mama. Like I see you. I hear you. I know you. And 
I always tell my family, and I think it's an important thing, like I'm not going to work, I'm going to create, I'm going to serve, I'm going to teach people biblically how they can activate within their purpose. And my kids truly understand that because it's a constant conversation and I'm not hiding my work life or who I am over here when they're at school away from them. If anything, I want them to experience that with me. So taking your kids to work, letting them see where you operate, letting them have fun with your mic and and do their own YouTube shows, right? So I just think there's so much value in community, but specifically rooted in family and how we really all need one another to move forward. And you've got four of them. So that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. I I think it's such a shift from tradition, like traditional, like the way that people have thought about family and the integration of that. And, you know, just how we look at, like, I don't, I don't think we need to, you know, people talk about work-life balance and I think the technology and the way that it is like people look at this idea of like, kind of what they call always be always working. Like it's not a negative as long as you know how to deal with it. And so I, I don't like the idea of like, you know, when people label it, it's like, Oh, you're always working. Well, if I'm always working, but I'm always available to my kids and I'm blocking out time to spend with them, like who says that I don't spend more time with my kids than most people, right? And so yeah. I think it's, you have to be able to look yourself in the mirror and say, yes, I'm doing a good job or no, I'm not. If no, if the answer is no, you have to do the things that help you correct that. So like, you know, that idea of like, how you integrate your children. Like don't, don't let other people make that decision for you and don't let the expectations of society or what people think make that impact. You know what you're doing for your children. You know the example that you're setting. And, you know, that's one of the things that I always say is like, I know for sure that I'm setting a good example for them, right? That like they know that, that daddy is out getting after it, right? Mm-hmm. That when I am not at home, I am not uh, out yeah. marshmallows somewhere, right? Like, <laughs> Too bad. There is a purpose for what I'm doing. Yeah. And, and they are at the center of that. My wife is at the center of that. The mission that we're on to make an impact is at the center of that. And and I think that's something that holds a lot of people back, right? That that feeling of guilt. And, and I would say like, listen, guilt is a good thing to keep you honest, but mm-hmm. it shouldn't be a thing that wow. stops you from achieving, right? It's it's not uh, it's not okay for you to use other people's perceptions to stop you from utilizing your God given potential. So and good. That is um, that is something that I think so many people deal with in the world is like this perception. Like I actually had somebody say, like, you know, when when is enough enough? Like when? And so for me. Business, business is really a fulfilling thing for me. You know, it's not, it's not work. It's not, it's something I enjoy. And and that just so happens to generate money. Like I'm not chasing money. I'm chasing fulfillment. And that comes with uh, a return of money. And then what you are able to do with that money is based on who you are as a person, right? Who you are at your soul is, is how that money gets put into use. And so for me, God is at the center of all of that. And so I listen, you know, when I'm in prayer and I'm, I'm spending quiet time with myself, I listen to how I'm supposed to utilize my mm-hmm. gifts and, and the success that we build and all those things. And so that's, 
that's what we try to do. And and I, I would just challenge everybody that when somebody says, you know, when's enough enough? Like, you know, somebody said, you know, man, you should stop and smell the roses. It's like, man, maybe, maybe for me, this is the roses and you just right. you're surrounded by them. Yeah. I am surrounded by roses yeah. in my life. Right. Yeah. Like everything I do is a gift. It's something yeah. I get to do. I don't have to do. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. and, uh, we all have a choice every day with how we use our time and, and what we use it for. And for me, this is fulfilling. You know, yeah. one of the goals I set last year, uh, at the end of last year, well, beginning of this year, I spent time writing down 300 things that I wanted in my life. This was a, a video that Glenn actually played. And it oh, was nice. by okay. Harvey. And he oh, said, write down 300 things. And what happens, it's, it's a magical exercise because what you figure out is that like the first 75 things or 100 things you write, they're like the surface level things that you want. Mm, mm. And then when you get down to it and right around number 200, I wrote down like, I want my wife and kids to travel with me, mm-hmm. like everywhere I go. Mm-hmm. And so what does that look like? What is, what is the cost of that? And so the reality is I just have to reverse engineer that, figure out what the cost of it is. And if that's a goal of mine, I can accomplish it. I have the ability, I have the gifts. And if I put that out into the world, I can accomplish it. Well, that, man, that shifts the, the thought process quite a bit. So people that say, well, you, you know, you should do this or you should do that, or you should spend more time here or there. Well, what if my short-term sacrifice turns into 24-7 gifts with my children in a year? Would you be willing to make that sacrifice? And so it really is all perspective and it's all the belief in what you're capable of and what's possible as to how it guides you through your own life. And so listen to, listen to God, listen to your own heart and, and spend that quiet time to get those gifts that are already out there for you. You have to spend quiet time to receive them. Right. And so that's, so that's what I try to do every day. I spend about 30 minutes, no phone, no computer, no nothing. And I just listen. Right. And, and I, I call them whispers, right? Like you hear those whispers of things that you're supposed to do. Never ignore those whispers because the gifts that come from them are exceptional, indescribable. There's a million words I could use uh, to define it, but it's, it's some of the greatest things that have happened to me in my life have been in those quiet times. I just mm-hmm. kind of get this hunch or get this whisper and I, and I never ignore them. I just wow. pursue it and see what happens. It's so good. And it's like, you know, the world takes so much and they like try to bend it and twist it and into that secular formality of, oh, it's intuition or it's your gut instinct. And it's like, no, it's actually small, tiny whispers. I call them God winks, where I feel like God is literally just like across the room, like, yep, right now. Yep, this is your chance. Yep, this is the open door. Yep, say yes. And and it's us just really being present with those that list of 300, right? That that list really from the 200 to 300 like you were saying, rather than what probably comes out 0 to 100, which is a comparison component of 
how we live our life. And so it's really cool to hear, I think, from a man's perspective, because we've talked about mom guilt on this all the time, but to hear it from a man's perspective, my husband is also an entrepreneur and in the geothermal kind of world of HVAC. And so one of my like probably 200 to 300 would be that I want to retire him because I honestly think he's a better parent than me. I think he shows up for our kids in a different way than I do. And I'm the mama, right? Like they come to me when they have boo-boos and snuggle me first and all of those things but he just has this ability to be present. And I know that like he, he would just be so good with them full time. And so he's like, baby, you go. Like he's on my golf ball, like throwing me out the window. Like I'll hit you into the long shot. Cause I know your potential. And he knows when I show up in that field that I'm surrounded by roses. That's such a cool analogy to have that. Like we are not on this mission to seek and find the blossoms. We're literally a missed it every single day. It's just a matter of us showing up with that pursuit perspective and that desire and realizing that out of alignment, out of that 30 minutes a day, out of those quiet whispers, out of those God winks, we propel into the next moment. And if you don't have that alignment, because I I don't believe balance exists. I I believe that like I was a gymnast for 16 years. So I get balance. I understand what balance actually means. And I've also split the beam and I've also fallen off and hurt myself and had to go to the hospital. And so I just don't think ultimately that every moment of every day can be balanced. I always tell people, specifically my clients, like, hey, let's just move the needle a bit. And today you're moving the needle might be that you are 24 seven devices down. You're with the kids, eye contact on the floor in your pajamas. You didn't brush your teeth all day and you're just having fun. Right. Or the next day is like, I'm out the door before they wake up. I'm going to Mexico on a retreat in a couple of days with women to just refuel and reignite. And so that way, when we get back into those places with our children or our businesses or our purpose placement, that we are actually showing up in overflow. So the recognition that there's got to be time for it all. And so balance in that, if you were to make that into a wheel, I don't know, that would literally be like a piece of the pie in every single component. And that just doesn't exist on a given basis. There's seasons for everything. So I love you sharing that. I'm so grateful to that. All right, quick pause. I love that you're tuning into this show. Really, your shares, your subscribes and reviews, even your listens mean a ton to me personally and honestly to all of us who put these shows out weekly for your listening pleasure. But are you ready? I think it's time that I put you in the hot seat for a question. If you're resonating with all of these multi-passionate, God-loving success stories, then I bet you have one of your own. Maybe you're even in the midst of that comeback. Regardless, there is a deeper message inside of you. I am sure of it. It's your why factor for living life. So here's the question. Why not turn that mess into a message by starting a podcast of your very own? It's time for you to amplify. And since I've been podcasting for a couple years now and I've trained dozens of shows into launch, I've also hit top of the charts across the globe. Why would you want to learn from anybody else? I'm also pretty fun. And so is my team. And we've put together this e-course. And don't stop here. Don't fast forward. Hold up. I know you're thinking e-course, me course. Everybody's got a course. But this one is truly as good as it gets. I give you behind the scenes, step by steps. My team is screen sharing exactly what they do post-processing. There are video modules and a workbook. Plus, we offer direct group coaching with us. No videos, us live in action. Let's create that human to human connection. 
So really, there's nothing like it. I would encourage you to go check out TamaraAndress.com and check out the course tab. Once you get there, there's even a free mini course option if you want to see the behind the scenes and not really take my word for it. So you should take my word for it. You're here listening to me right now. So I appreciate you. We love you. We encourage you. But girl, boy, man, woman, father, dog, whatever, (laughs) it's time for you to amplify. All right. Now let's get back to the show. I want to know more because there's, I mean, there's so many things I want to know. I, we have a couple more questions, a couple more time, but sure. I want to know when you're talking about like the perspective podcast and you launching into that, you guys, he's like 288 episodes in. So like, go check it out. It's amazing. And you do so with interviews, you do so with spurs of your own kind of like perspective. What like propelled you to do that from being in like a contractor type mindset to let me just share this vocally out of what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah. So it's funny. So you, you met me in breakfast with champions and, um, two years ago in July, one of my friends referred me to this guy to be on this guy's show, to be interviewed on this guy's show named Glenn Lundy. And I'm like, dude, this guy does interviews at like five 30 in the morning. <laughs> like I'm thinking like who actually watches this show? I never heard of him. You know, yeah, I hadn't before that I'd never heard of him. And I'm like, so I start watching his show because I'm going to be on it. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. wow, man, this guy's got like, at the time, he probably had like, you know, 70 to 100 people on there every morning. And I'm like, this this is pretty crazy, right? So I get on the show and I go through the interview and Glenn and I are talking off camera. and and, And we just got into this conversation and he was like, dude, this like, this is right in your wheelhouse. Like, and I said, it's funny you say that. Like I've been like kind of getting this, this feeling that I, I need to be doing something like this too. And literally two weeks later, I started my show and I've always been uh, a person that tried to view things in life through the right lens, right? Like have the right perspective. Perspective is such a powerful thing. And so I thought, man, what a better way to like share my thoughts, like, because my thoughts are not construction related, right? They're, yeah, they're, sure. they're just my thoughts. I just happen yeah. to be in the construction industry. And so I thought, man, what do I, what do I really want to share? And so I just thought, what a better way to start people's day than to provide some positive perspective, right? To really like let people go into their work day, starting with something positive, something they can think about some way that they can, you know, kind of spin their life in a more positive direction. And so I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know what I was doing. I just knew that I had a lot to say. And I figured, man, the best way to do that is just to start, right? And so I just clicked live. Like like I said before, I probably prepared for that first episode like so extensively, you know, like I had like every word mapped out, everything that I wanted to say. And I just kept going, man. And I just made a promise to myself that I was going to, I was going to do it, you know, five days a week, 7.30 AM Eastern. And I was going to come up with different things to say. And, and as I did it, I had, you know, I'd written down like 25 topics, I think when I, when I first started. And as I started talking the, the, the topics, they just came naturally. So I started typing stuff into my notes on my phone, like different topics. And then now literally I just, kind of come up with topics based on what what comes to me or the people that are around me suggest things to me and 
I don't, I don't prepare. Like I sit down at about seven o'clock and I think about, you know, four to six bullet points that I want to cover that are related to the topic that I'm going to talk about that morning. And that's it. And, you know, it, it has made such an impact on my life. The number of people that I've connected with uh, the messages that I've got from, you know, the things that I put out there. Um, there've been two people that have sent me messages that said they were literally one of them was in the process of committing suicide and stopped. Um, wow. Another person was going to commit suicide and a message from, from the show stopped them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so never underestimate the impact that you have. If, if you would have told me that before I started episode one, I would have never believed you, right? Like I would have thought just like everybody else does, who's going to listen to me? Um, you know, why would anybody tune in at seven thirty in the morning, every morning? Um, what, what is it that's special about what I have to say? I thought all of those things, you know, and and the truth is, like, we all have very special things to say. We're, mm-hmm. we're uniquely created. Mm-hmm. And so our messages are connected to that unique creation, right? That, that only you can, can, can deliver that message. And what I've realized over those 288 episodes is that you start to find those people who can relate to you, who see something in you that they feel like they have themselves and it gives them hope, right? And and in the case of those two people, it gave them hope and it gave them inspiration to keep living, right? Yeah. And you never know where somebody is. And so mm-hmm. you never know whose message, who's going to hear that message that's going to impact them, who, who hears it that passes it along to a friend, right? The ripple effect of these types of conversations. I, I do not say no to these interviews unless I absolutely have to, because I never, I always think, man, you never know who's, who needs to hear something, right? You never know who's in that place. I've been in that place, right? Where uh, dark times in my life where nothing was going right. And, you know, I was just looking for something, right. To get me out of this place. And, you know, I can think back to those people, and those messages that helped me in those times. And so I just try to be that, that person for other people. There's actually an episode way early on uh, in, I'll, I'll try to find it and I'll link it into the comments yeah, here. Please. But it's, it's titled be that person for other people. Mm-hmm. And I talked about my grandmother, right. And, mm-hmm. and I remember being a kid and like, there was, you know, my grandmother, I think there's a handful of people that we can all think about when we're kids that see something in us that other people don't see, right? That you can go back to that place and you can remember being a little boy or a little girl and that person looking at you and like, they have that look like, man, I see you and I mm-hmm. see that gift that you have. And so I, I try to be that person that sees people's gifts and tells them about their gifts when I see them, because I think there's only a couple people in your life that ever see that in you, right? That ever take the time to actually see what it is that is your gift. Like mm-hmm. your gift is your genuineness for wanting to help people. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with building a business. It has nothing to do. It's a genuine spirit within you that pours out of you. If people pay attention and they spend enough quiet time, like actually looking and listening, they'll see that. They'll see that on your Instagram page. They'll see that on your Facebook page. They'll see that in the interviews that you do, right? It's, 
It's that that center point that we all have. There's a gift in every single person. And when we see that and we can see that gift in other people and we tell them about it, it's life changing. Right. Yeah. And so the, the reason for the podcast, the reason for all of the content that I put out there is genuinely just to help people. And it's because so many people have helped me in my life. Um, I would be nowhere without their help. And so I just want to do my best and use the God-given abilities that I've had to, to pay it forward and to give it back to other people. I love that. You guys, if you are tuning in right now, I know you're like t- copiously taking notes and also trying to simultaneously find his podcast and all of the places that he is. You guys have got to connect with Brian, your heartbeat and your your connectivity and ultimately that ripple effect. It's it's palpable. And I think it's so cool that you you don't even need to know that person, right? Like you don't even need to know the life that it, it affects. You don't need to have that like, you don't need to have that subscribe or review or bell or whatever they say. Like it's about the recognition that you're showing up because other people showed up for you, even when that you never told them perhaps that they made an impact on your life. And as you were saying that, I was like processing through the, the, people and their faces and their way of looking at me when I was younger. And I'm thinking back to like my fourth grade teacher. I'm thinking back to like the principal of the school that year. I'm thinking like all these different people that impact you that may never know that they were such an impact. And if you don't say yes to the dream, to the stepping out of the boat, to do so imperfectly, to press the live button and say, I've got a message to share. It doesn't have to be at 7.30 every single morning or 5.30 like Glenn's. No, it could be and it should be because it's great. But at the same exact time, it's the recognition that you do matter uniquely. And there's that one person that you will touch that that Brian and I will never get the access to, will never be in community with. And so you're showing up or lack thereof, you're blocking somebody else's blessing if you aren't activated within your purpose. And so that's a huge reason why I say yes imperfectly every single day, um, knowing that I'm going to be out of, of balance, but I'm going to be in alignment. And because of my alignment, you now have further access to alignment. And Brian and I prayed before we got on here, just that like you guys would have access to the light that's within us. And they'll, the world will say in yoga, they'll say whatever you want to say, like the light in me sees the light in you or the light in me honors the light in you. And you guys, that's Jesus. That's like the heart of God. It's another face. It's another personality. It's another character trait. So if you recognize yourself in Brian, it's that he is inside of you. Like the spirit, the Holy Spirit resides inside of us. And this, it's like that leap in your spirit, that God wink, that moment of whisper where we now get to say, okay, I can do this, whatever that is for you. And so we just encourage you. We encourage you, whatever that looks like for you, or if you have no idea what that looks like and you need encouragement in that, connect with Brian. He'll he'll talk to you about your gifts. He'll show up for you in that unique way. And same for myself. You guys, this is good. And this is the kind of conversations that I hope you get to have more frequently with people in your own circle, with people in your life. And if you need to connect with people who are who are a step above, as you alluded to earlier, make sure that you're always reaching back to bring somebody along. But there's people there waiting to like, grab hold of your hand and say, you can do this. And I think you said earlier, and I'd love for you to speak on this before we close out, the the power of having a coach, the power of having somebody in your life, a mentor even, that's that's on that next rung. Talk to us about an experience you've had in that or just how you would be a support to somebody else in that. 
Yeah, it's it's hard to point to one experience. Just yeah. just in general, um, you know, the the experiences with mentors. You know, I used to think that you know seeking out a mentor like you were kind of being a pest to people. You know, like well, who would want to take that time? And the truth is, is that any any high performer, any person that's doing great things in the world, they have a passion. Ninety nine point nine percent of them have a passion for helping other people. And so as you're climbing that ladder, the importance of reaching down and picking other people up, I believe that that is part of the momentum that carries you forward. Like if you mm-hmm. don't continue to reach back, you are not you are not doing the work that you were put here to do. Um, we are all put here to serve other people. That's that's the most yeah. important thing. And and what I shared with you before we got on here is like, just remember that, that when, when you're helping other people, when you're taking the time uh, to share your message, to share your heart, like God sees that and, and you will be rewarded. You sow enough seeds into the world uh, of whether it's mentorship or whether it's seeking mentorship and passing that along, paying it forward. The most important thing that you can do is, is to get a coach. And to your point, there were many people in my life that I either followed on social media, I read their books. I consume their content. I listen to their podcast. They were a coach to me and maybe didn't even know it. Right. And, yeah. and it's awesome to be able to later in life, you know, the very first day that we did breakfast with champions, um, Glenn called me over the weekend and said, Hey dude, I've got this idea. You know, would you be willing to help me with, I said, dude, sign me up, whatever time you need me, I'll make it work. He knows my schedule, the podcast and stuff. I said, whatever it takes, I'll do it. And the very first day, that we got into that room. It was myself, Glenn, Brian Benstock, Scott Simons, and Grant Cardone showed up at 5 a.m. And Grant was the person that put me on the path of this journey of self-development, this journey of like seeking more, believing in bigger dreams, believing that I could do bigger things than what I was doing. And so that guy mentored me for years unknowingly. And then I finally had the chance one-on-one to say, thank you, man. Thank you for what you do. And I want you to know that, you know, I'm passing along that impact. Yeah. And that conversation was so cool and so fulfilling because I know what it did for him. Right. Like I know he hears that a lot, but that's what keeps somebody going. Right. No matter how far along you get, you still have bad days. You still have challenges. And it's those little sparks of people reminding you why you're doing it, right? It's doing Mm -hmm. interviews like this and kind of reminding yourself of the impact that's possible that keeps you going, right? And so that coaching and that mentorship and that it keeps you on the right track. It keeps you focused on the road ahead. Those people can help you clear that path. They can help make it clearer. They can help you accelerate faster down that road. And so finding those people that fill those gaps in your life, whether it's a spiritual gap, a physical gap, a mental gap, um, a financial gap, whatever it is, find those people that you can either invest in some way, shape or form, or they're willing to mentor you, whatever, whatever it takes, make that sacrifice because the ROI on that to your life, forget about the money. But the ROI to the fulfillment in your life is phenomenal. And, and with fulfillment, guys, money follows that, right? It's impossible for you to create a massively fulfilling life without 
success in some definition following that, right? Because if you're able to make a huge impact, there is nobody out there that's making a huge impact that isn't secure in the place that they are, right? Whether that's financial or whether they're not interested in the financial, there's a lot of people in history that have given, uh, have become famous, and it was never about the money, Mother Teresa. But when you think about that, the impact, there's, there's a level of success that follows fulfillment. If you seek fulfillment, everything else comes behind it. So mm-hmm. do and be the best version of your God-given potential and everything else follows along with it. And you will find that faster by having coaches and mentors. Oh my gosh. I have a thousand things to say. This is so good, but it's got to be the mic drop. It's got to be the end. I don't want it to, but you guys, I hope this blessed you today. I know it blessed me. And I always say this to um, anybody who asks me about podcasting, because it's such a uh, quality time that I, I don't think we take enough doing. And so I really value our time together today, Brian. It was awesome to get to know you further and just hear your heart and how you impact the world in every given moment, including just your family who are going to continue to make ripple effects long after you'll get to see. And so I just think there's such power in that. And so thank you for being a divot on my golf ball today and thereafter. And um, it was it was really a gift. You guys get connected with Brian. Brian, do you show up most on Instagram? Can they join your live 730? Are you on Facebook for that? So I'm on Facebook and YouTube for that. And then um, that gets broadcast to all the podcast platforms. I'm working on getting that onto Instagram live as well, but I I try to show up everywhere. It's a little bit different everywhere. So I try to make it advantageous for people to follow everywhere. And I have a suggestion for you. I think that with all of your guests, you should suggest that you do a follow-up, like more open conversation for your listeners and viewers on Clubhouse. And so I will offer that to you. I would love that. Whenever you want to schedule that, I'll send you a link to my calendar and you can, you can book some time and we can have uh, a more in-depth conversation and some Q&A on Clubhouse. That would be amazing. I love that so much. Thank you so much, Brian. We will do that soon, you guys. So I saw the eyeballs watching us and I know there's going to be tons of listeners to follow. So I appreciate you. I hope you guys have a blessed day, Brian. You're a gift. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Hey y'all, it's me again. I hope in today's episode, you sense and ignite to an ember within you. Something mentally, physically, emotionally, or spiritually moving that creates and sustains a fire within your journey. Before you go, let's solidify the flame. I'd love for you to take a step right now in declaring your takeaway. By snapping a pic of the episode you tuned into, share your sparked moment and tag me at fitandfaith underscore podcast or me personally at tamra.andress on Insta. I hope that I can keep you accountable and also share you with the greater community of the Fit and Faith podcast listeners. We're totally in this together. Community over competition is the motto, right? I'd also be incredibly grateful if you took an extra second to leave a review on iTunes or your podcast listening app. I'd love to feature your thought in the next episode and give you and your passion project a big shout out. You know I'm a writer, so I love words and I can't wait to read what you have to say. I'm ready to fuel the flame with you together. And until next time, blessings over your joy, health, wealth, and wholeness. Tune in next time. I'm Dr. Lauren DeVille, a practicing naturopathic physician in Tucson, Arizona. 
In my podcast, Christian Natural Health, my guests and I discuss topics ranging from nutrition, sleep, hormone balancing, and exercise to specific health concerns like hair loss, anxiety, and hypothyroidism. I'll also interweave biblical principles as they apply throughout the podcast because true health is body, mind, and spirit. Listen to Christian Natural Health for free at lifeaudio.com or on your favorite podcast platform. Thank you.